Elevates. Trusting all is well, well is all. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Elevated Frequencies reading segment. I'm your host, Sherry, also known as Shy Shy, also known as Nyla S. And we will continue reading the Akata series, The Akata Warrior by Nettie Orkafor. We are on now chapter 19 and 20. If you forgot, where we ended off was Anyanyu came back, but they are separated. But at the same time, that's always how it's been. And that's what Anyanyu is trying to help Sunny realize, is that the power is within her. But it's up to her to recognize that. Um, so we will continue reading chapter 19 and 20. If you are new, please go and read or listen in on Akata Witch. Um, it is the first part of the Akata series, and it is very essential to understand what's going on in these chapters and everything of that sort. Um, secondly, welcome. That should have been first, but sorry about that. Uh, welcome, welcome to Elevated Frequencies reading segment. Every Wednesday, I release two chapters of a book that we are reading, and currently it's the Akata series. After Akata Warrior, we have Akata Woman, um, and that will be the end of the Akata series. Um, I hope you are all enjoying so far. Thank you for everyone who has joined. If you haven't followed me yet, please follow me on Instagram at elevated underscore FHZ for frequency. Um, It's just a great way to stay up to date. And also, I love participation. So if there's anything that you have uh, feedback wise, um, any ideas that you'd like to pitch, um, please reach out. I'm always open. And yeah, without further ado, let's get into it. Chapter 19, Trust Sha. My clothes were ruined, but I knew that would happen, Olu said, grinning wider than Sonny had ever seen him grin. Nancy took me over the ocean. His, cleans were fil- his jeans were filthy, with bright red palm oil and splashes of mud, as were his t-shirt and red Chuck Taylor gym shoes. He'd been working closely with his mentor, Taewoo's Mary Bird, for the past two weeks, and he'd had a particularly interesting weeping. The bird, whose name was Nancy, regularly flew him up to Taewoo's palm tree hut, and the two had cultivated a friendship. Orlu had since taken it upon himself to study Nancy's species and ancestral bloodline. Flattered by his interest, the bird had agreed to take him for an extended ride to visit visit its mother 40 miles east in the Cross River Forest. You're crazy to let that big chicken fly you that far, man, Sasha said. Orlu only rolled his eyes. His general philosophy when it came to Sasha's smart mouth was, do not engage. Sonny thought it worked every time. Chi-Chi who sat in the doorway, loudly sucked her teeth and looked away. Sasha glared at her, and Sunny could practically feel the temperature rise a few degrees. It was rare. It was a rare Sunday where they'd all finished their chores, homework, and assignments, and none of them had any relatives or family friends to visit with their parents. It was Chi-Chi's idea to meet in her hut. Her mother was at Leopard Knox giving a lecture to some other third-level students. 
Thus, Chi-Chi sat in the doorway, the cloth curtain piled on her back, a banga, brand, herbal cigarette in her left hand. She took a puff and Sunny squeezed her face and looked away. Bangas were healthier than tobacco cigarettes and smelled nicer, but Sunny agreed with Orlu. A cigarette was a cigarette, and cigarettes were filthy. If you got something to say, don't bother saying it, Sasha snapped. Nothing comes from your mouth but lies. Come on, you guys, Sunny whined. Can't you just... Just what? Sasha screeched. She's been cheating on me with your brother. She doesn't deny it. She looked at Chi He looked at Chi-Chi. Deny it. Chi-Chi slowly blew out smoke. How old are we? We're not attached at the hip. Why am I even here? Sasha shouted. He started to walk away, but Orlu caught his shoulder. Because I asked you to come, he said. Please. We're in Oha Coven, remember? We can't. Black Hat is dead, Sasha snapped. Nika killed himself. We all saw it. Our coven is dissolved. It's not over, Sunny said. Ekwensu is here now. We, if we are a coven, then there should be trust, Sasha insisted as he looked at Chichi. You think I don't know about Ranke? Months, you and her, Chichi spat. Sunny and Orlu looked at Sasha with raised eyebrows. Sasha's mouth hung open with shock. Trust? Shh! It goes both ways, Chichi quietly said. Who? Who's Ranke? Sunny asked. But Sasha's and Chichi's eyes were locked. They stayed like this for several moments. Chichi was the first to look away. She looked at Orlu. There is a reason I asked you to have us meet here, she said, momentarily looked at Sasha. All of us. I have been thinking about it all. Black Hat, Ekwensu, Sunny, your dreams, that first vision you had in the candle. I've been thinking most about your condition. You mean doubled, Sunny said. Sheesh. It's not like Voldemort's name. You can say it out loud. Sorry, Chi-Chi said, wrinkling her nose as if she smelled something bad. It's just so... Ugh. I know, right? Sasha said. I don't even know how you deal with it. It's like a guy waking up one day, looking down and finding his... Shut up, Sasha, Olu groaned. Chi-Chi, what were you saying? It's not your fault, Sunny, Chi-Chi said. Plus, I think you will change soon. What are you talking about? Sunny asked, frowning. She told the three of them about being torn from Enyanwu, but not the full extent of it. Her relationship with Enyanwu, who came and went as she pleased, was as much as her business as the sight of her spirit face. But was there something else she needed to know about all of this? Sasha stepped closer. It's obvious. Chi-Chi has an idea, he said flatly. What is it? Again, Chi-Chi and Sasha looked at each other for a long time. Sunny looked from one to the other. She hated when they did this. Even when they were fighting, they shared some weird telepathy-like communication. 
It had something to do with their natural ability. That lightning-fast photographic thinking they both possessed. Orlu put his hands in his pockets, waiting. He was also used to it. Okay, so, Sonny, you... We have to go to Lagos to find your died, according to Bola, right? Chichi said. You can't do this alone, and it only makes sense for all of us to go. Well, yeah, Sonny said, biting her lip. But how are we supposed to... Your brother can take us, Chichi blurted. Sasha cursed loudly and walked away. What? Sonny said. But Orlo and I are in school. It's not... Sasha, Sasha had turned back and was looking at Chi-Chi again, his face still angry, but not as angry. Chi-Chi nodded at him. This is messed up, he blurted. Chi-Chi shrugged. But you know it's a good idea. Can you two please tell us your plan? Oru said, sounding irritated. Since Sunny and I are too slow to follow your mind reading. I've asked Chuku already. Chi-Chi said. Sonny, he knew he owes you. After making the greatest, most dangerous mistake of his life, he's back in school and alive because of you. He knows it was you, even if he doesn't know exactly what you did. He's got friends and Legos and he's got his jeep. We can go after Christmas, during your break. A road trip, Sonny said. We drive? Yes, Sasha said. But Abba Road is not friendly, Sonny darkly said. It's... I can't afford a plane ticket, Chi-Chi said. And I would never get one of those filthy things anyway. When I reach third level, I'll teach myself how to glide so I can travel distances in more sophisticated, sanitary way. Well, maybe my parents could... Sonny, you know they'd ask too many questions. Chi-Chi said. How about a funky train then? She asked. There must be some that travel to Lagos. How will you explain going away for so many days this time? Chi-Chi said. You can convince your parents more easily if you go with Chuku. What of Anatov and all our mentors? Sunny asked. She hadn't told Sugar Cream about Bola's words or her doubling, nor Anatov. She wanted to, but she didn't know how. Or maybe she wasn't ready. It's a road trip, Sasha said. They'd all love for us to do that kind of thing. Well, it'll take forever if we live, Sunny said. I made that drive once with my father and brothers years ago. It was crazy. We can work some protection jujus, Orlu said. It's doable. We're leopard people, and we face worse things, Chichi said. Sunny couldn't argue that. Orlu turned to Sasha. If we go, will you come? He paused. Then he said, Yes, for Sunny, if Sunny goes. Orlu smiled, and so did Sunny. But my parents will never allow it, Sunny said. That's, that's like a ten-hour drive, and it's dangerous, and... Leave that to your brother, Chichi said. He'll get them to say yes. Chichi was right. Chuku, God's gift to women, the apple of her father's eye, 
he who was named after the supreme deity of Igbo cosmology, could do no wrong. Ever since they were young children, her father had given Chuku the freedom to do basically whatever he wanted. When Chuku insisted on it, there wasn't a problem. And remember, he has friends in Lagos too, Chichi added. He can say he's going to see them and we're just going along for fun. Chichi, Sasha said. Fine, she said, getting up. Neither Sunny nor Olu said a word as Chichi and Sasha walked up the road, several feet between them, backs stiff, talking softly. Olu took Sunny's hand and Sunny smiled. He squeezed it. Do you really want to do this? Do I have a choice? Sunny asked. It wasn't a good time to do this either. The doubling made working Juju more difficult, and the effects of it still left her feeling beside herself. And even if they did made, made it to this full place, what effect would being there would have on a person who'd been doubled? Yes, Orlu said. Sunny chuckled. If my parents allow it, I do. Will you come? You need to ask me for this? I think I do. He nodded. I'll come. I'm not sure if I like the idea of being in a jeep with Sasha and Chichi, with Chupo driving. Sasha will sit in the passenger seat, Orlu said. That'll calm his ego. Chichi will sit behind him. You will sit in the middle and I will sit behind Chuku. There will be less trouble that way and you'll be the most protected position. You think I need to be? Yes, he said. Sunny, I don't think you fully understand your position in this. I do, she said. No, you don't. They were quiet. Sunny thought of the last thing the possessed Bola had said just before the friendly wilderness spirit possessing her left her left her body. Akwinsu is getting harassed. She will strike soon. Gather yourselves. Akwinsu would strike at her. Sunny first. Maybe, Sunny said. But Akwinsu hates me and I've seen what it was in the candle, Olu. I know better than anyone what's coming. She paused. If I can help stop it, I'm ready to do what I need to do. <sighs> Sometimes ignorance is bliss. Can't argue with you there. End chapter 19. Chapter 20. Road Trip. It was days before Christmas, and Chuku had come home from university. Sunny was in the kitchen cooking rice and stew when she heard him drive into the compound blasting Nas. Sasha would have been impressed. Nas was Sasha's favorite rapper of all time. Chuku was with his best friend who'd nearly gotten him killed at Vail. Sunny eyed him as she added the last of the chicken wings to the stew and set it on low heat. She knew at Vail, but not that well. When he came by, he'd disappear into her brother's room with Chuku to play video games. As they grew older, they'd immediately be off to play soccer or join those boxing matches Chuku had never told her about, or 
whatever they did. The Edbeo whom Sonny knew was from that fateful night with the Red Sharks. He hadn't seen her, but she'd seen him. All she could think now as she approached him and her brother, both of whom were bobbing their heads to the loud music, was that this idiot had slapped Chuku across the face. How were they still friends? And from from the swollen looks of the muscles bursting from their designer t-shirts, they'd continued working out in that dank, sweaty basement of a gym. Welcome, Sunny said, smiling at Chuku as she walked to the car. How na de? I de campe, he said, giving her a hug. I'm fine. She looked at Ed Bale and felt a cool satisfaction when even with his muscles, he seemed to shrink in her presence. Good afternoon, she said to him. He grunted. Hello. Sonny waited for Chuku to greet their parents with Ed Bale, drop Ed Bale off at his home, and come back. She cornered him in the kitchen when she knew Yugana was in his room, submerged in the video conversation on his computer, and their parents were watching a Nollywood film in the living room. Chuku was microwaving some jollof rice and two large pieces of goat meat. Is that supposed to be a snack? she asked. Yes he said, moving past her to sit at the table. He flexed his arms as he put the plate down. Gotta feed these. Sunny rolled her eyes and grabbed two plantain. Want some? Of course. She brought out a knife and sliced the first one down the skin. She removed the thick peel and put the plantation on the plate and did the same with the next. So, how have things been? She ventured. At school. Her back was to him, but she didn't have to look to see that he'd stiffened. Very well, he said. Good. Next semester, my biology professor wants me to be his assistant lecturer. This time, Sonny stiffened. To be a student lecturer was a highly respected position that students fought tooth and nail to get. It gave you value teaching experience and broadcast to everyone that you were a top student. In addition, it showed that you had clout. It was one of the biggest reasons people joined confraternities. Really? She said. She turned around to find her brother looking straight at her, his face serious. Yeah, he said. Everyone is afraid of me. His face cracked into a smile. They think I have strong juju, so they don't want to mess with me. Sunny sat down across from him. What did you and Chi-Chi do? He asked. I can't tell you. So you did something? I can't say. He laughed. (laughs) That's what Chi-Chi says. She gets all tricky and mysterious and tight-lipped. You want to know what Ebeo thinks? What does he think? He had terrible nightmares about me when I was gone, he said. About me being sliced up and my parts given to some ritual killer. He said he woke up with his heart slamming in his chest. He thought he was having a heart attack. He thinks God sent witches to take his life. Capo? I have seen him, but he won't even look at me.
He gets all shaky, starts muttering about Jesus, and practically runs in the opposite direction. All the teachers? I don't know what people are telling them. They smile a lot at me and ask me if I need any help with studying. My math professor offered to give me answers to the exam. I said no. Ah, take no help, Sonny snapped with disgust. What would be the point if it was all just... I know, he said. We both love soccer. What would be the point if we didn't have to play well to win, right? Same thing with school. I believe in learning, just like you. Sonny nodded. He smirked. That's what I like about Chi-Chi. Well, and because not they beautiful. Sonny rolled her eyes. Does he even know about Sasha? She wondered. She considered asking, then decided it wasn't her business. Chukwu, she said. I've got a favor to ask you. She got up to finish slicing the plantain. What is it? She sliced a bit before speaking. If he said no, she had no idea how they'd get to Lagos. Maybe they'd find a funky train that drove out there. But how would she get the time away without their father disowning her? No, she had to do this very, very carefully. We need to go to Lagos for something, she blurted, turning to him. Can you take us? It's important. She quickly turned to her plantain, horrified with herself. She'd never been good at subletly. That was Orlu's strength. This was her brother, who used to punch her in the arm and call her Clorox as a way of showing sibling love. How could she be subtle or careful with him? What's so important there? He asked. Don't tell mom or dad, she said. I... You aren't involved in some dangerous court thing, right? He asked. No. Nothing like that. I just need to... Meet with someone. Please, I can't say more. You just have to trust me. Even if you won't take... I'll take you, he said. Huh? I'll take you. Really? Yes. I owe you. Sunny shook her head. No, you don't. You did something that got me out of a bad situation. Uh-uh. Will you do the same for me? You're my brother, oh? They both stood looking at each other for a long time. Sunny's heart beat fast with emotion as she remembered how he looked that night. She couldn't keep the tears from welling up in her eyes. Okay, he said. I don't owe you. So, why help me? He shrugged. I want to make sure you're safe. Okay, Sunny said her throat dry and tight. She turned back to her plantain, grabbing a pan and pouring vegetable oil into it. She added a bit of palm oil for flavor, just as her mother had taught her, and then turned on the heat. Plus, Ed Bale would be there. He's spending the break at the house of his rich uncle and auntie. They're traveling to London.
and they needed someone to watch their house. <laughs> He'll have a huge mansion on Victoria Island all to himself, living there like a king. Let me call him. When do you want to go? Just after Christmas. We can spend New Year's there, maybe. So you and Chi-Chi and those other two, too? Yes. Me, Chi-Chi, Olu, and Sasha. Her face grew hot. Who is this Sasha? The American, right? Chuku asked. Sunny bit her lip. Yeah, he's... Oh, I know about him, Chuku said. He said no more, and Sunny was relieved. You think Yugana would want to come? Sunny quickly asked. And not be here with his sweetheart to ring in the new year? Doubtful. Sunny scrunched her nose. You mean Dalapo? She'd met the girl once and was deeply annoyed by the way she looked Sunny up and down and then giggled. Since Sunny hadn't spoken a word to her when Yugana brought her around. The one and only. I'll ask anyway, Sunny said. But Chuku was right. Yugana wasn't interested in Lagos unless he could bring Dalapo. Plus, there wasn't enough room in the jeep. With Chuku doing the asking, convincing their parents was even easier. I guess you could use the brick, her father said. He didn't say a thing about Sunny and her friends tagging along. He didn't even look at her. With the proud way he clapped Chuku on the back, Sunny knew they'd be assured plenty of gas money her father would entrust Chuku with a nice amount of spending money, too. Good. She was going to Lagos to meet a giant spider. End chapter 20. So there you guys have it. Chapters 19 and 20 for this week. Um, so now they're going to Lagos. The Oha Coven is on their way to Lagos. So it's c- coming to the surface that Sunny's vision of a burning city really was of Lagos and them having to get there. Um, so I'm not sure what's to come, but all I know is Equin Su is rising. Um, she's already out into the real world dimension, along with being back and forth in the wilderness. So she has an advantage at this time and she's resting. So I'm just hoping that the Oha Coven will continue to prepare themselves to defeat Ekwon Su with greatness and once and for all. Because I, I don't know, it annoys me. This mask, this massacre here, Ekwon Su, annoys me because she's sneaky and doesn't play fair, um, which equals a villain regardless of anything. So it plays, she's playing her part. But yes, um, I hope you guys enjoyed chapters 19 and 20. Follow me on Instagram at elevated underscore FHZ for frequency. This was a short, somewhat short chapter, um, two chapters, 19 and 20, weren't too bad. Chapter 21, however, for next week is a little thicker, and it looks like we're going to get into the Book of Shadows and more of that s- stuff. So there's, it's definitely going down in chapters 21 and 22 for next week. So make sure you guys join and 
catch up on your reading. If you ha- are a little behind, no worries. They will still be available to you on our streaming platforms, whether you're listening on um, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, iHeartRadio, Spotify. We're on all those available um, streaming platforms. But yeah, without further ado, make sure you take some time out to wind it down, my love. And sew it down, my love. Don't overwhelm yourself. It's gonna get done. Just wind it down, my love. And sew it down, my love. Don't overwhelm yourself. It's gonna get done. Stay true. Stay you. Until next week. Namaste.